Alhamdulillah, we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who knows what the hearts conceal and what the tongue shall not reveal, the one to whom all shall appeal and in front of whom the believers kneel. And we send salat and salam upon the one who was called al-sadiq and al-ameen, the one whom Allah chose as imam al-muttaqeen, the one who was sent as rahmatan lil-alameen. Know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to be conscious of him when he says in the Quran, Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu attaqullaha haqqa tuqatih wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun. O you who believe, be conscious of Allah the way that you deserve, that he deserves you be conscious of him and do not die except in a state of Islam. Today's brief khutbah is a beautiful hadith and I call it the five-step prophetic plan. The five-step prophetic plan. Our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam gave us five steps in order to execute any plan. So anytime we have something we need to do, go back to this hadith. This hadith lays out for us in five steps what should be our methodology our management, our modus operandi, how do we operate? Our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam explained to us in a hadith narrated in Sahih Muslim by Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala an. And each of these phrases is beautiful. We have to condense them because of the time. First phrase, it begins, Al-mu'minu al-qawiyyu ahabbu ila Allahi min al-mu'min al-da'if wa fi kullin khayr. The skilled believer, the powerful believer, the believer who knows something, is armed, is equipped with anything, is better than the believer who does not have those skills. And both of them are good. This is the first point. We need to acquire strength, skills. Al-mu'minu al-qawi, the stronger believer. Stronger in what? In anything. Stronger in physical strength, stronger in iman. Stronger in management, stronger in computer programming, stronger in the knowledge of medicine. Whatever is your field, aim to be the best. The better believer is the one who knows his field better. Al-mu'minu al-qawi, the stronger believer. Our scholars say, stronger here in any aspect. If you know something, if you're better at a skill, if you have stronger iman, it is better than the one who doesn't in that field. And there's good in all believers. There's good in all the believers. Whether you have that skill or not, you have iman, you have good in you. So that's the first point. Acquire skills. Be the better believer. The second point. Aim to do something that will benefit you. Once you have skills, you don't just sit back. Set some strategic goals. Have a vision. Have a plan. Do something useful with your life. This is what we're being told. We're being told, be eager to do something that is beneficial. It is beneficial to have iman and good deeds. Be eager to have them. It is beneficial to have a job. Acquire a job. It is beneficial to save money. Save money. It is beneficial to have a loving family. Have a loving family. You have to have desires, aims, goals. You have to have a vision. If you don't have a vision, nothing is going to get done. So the second point, have that vision. What do you want from life? What do you want to accomplish? What is your goal? 
And you should have multiple goals. My goal in the religious field is such and such. My goal in the economic field is such and such. My goal in my corporation, corporation is such and such. My goal for my family life is such and such. In every field, have a vision, have a plan, have a goal. Number two. Number three. First and foremost, after you have the vision, before you do anything, seek help from Allah. Before you do anything, you have the vision in your mind. It's in your head. You have it in your goal. What should you do? Raise your hands to Allah and make dua. Ista'in billah. Iyaka na'budu wa iyaka nasta'in. Ista'in billah. Seek the help of Allah. Our scholars say, you seek the help first and foremost by praying istikhara for that vision and goal. Pray istikhara. Oh Allah, is this vision good for you, me? I want to be the CEO of my own company. That's my vision. Pray istikhara. Oh Allah, if it's best for me to be the CEO of my company, make it happen for me. Then make dua to Allah. Always make dua to Allah. Then make it blessed. Make it easy for you. Allow this door to open up. Ista'in billah. That is point number three. Number four. وَلَا تَعْجَزْ Don't give up. Subhanallah. What a beautiful, beautiful motivation. Don't just throw in the towel. Don't be lazy. Don't just expect miracles to happen without you doing anything. No. Once you have the skills, once you have the vision, you've prayed istikhara and made dua to Allah, now you need to put in the sweat and the tears. You need to put in the physical effort. You need to put in plan A, doesn't work, move on to plan B, doesn't work, move on to plan C. Never give up. Don't lose hope. Keep on doing it, and then doing it, and then doing it. Keep on trying. Don't give up hope. And then, suppose you don't get to that goal, or suppose something else happens, or suppose some type of mini misfortune happens along the way. Our Prophet has the advice for us. If something else happens, you wanted to open your company, guess what? It didn't happen and you continued in your job. You didn't open your company. You tried, you tried, you tried, whatever. It didn't work out. And khalas, the door is permanently closed. Not because of you. Sometimes it's beyond your control. Okay, it's closed now. So, our Prophet ﷺ said, if something else happens, then don't go back and rethink, oh, maybe if I did this, maybe if I did that. فَإِنْ أَصَابَكَ شَيْءٍ don't say to yourself, Don't go back in your mind and relive your failures and then think, what if? And how about? And maybe? No. It's happened. It was the past. Instead, say this, I tried. It didn't work out. Allah's qadr was effective. And whatever Allah wants to happen will happen. Don't go back and relive your failures. Don't let your failures bog you down. Don't go into a type of cycle of depression or of going back in time. No, it was an opportunity. You thought it was good. You did everything right. But Allah had a better plan for you. So, khalas, that door is closed. Move on to the next chapter in your life. Learn from your mistakes. Don't blame anyone. Don't go back. Khalas, it happened. 
قَدَّرَ اللَّهُ وَمَا شَاءَ فَعَلْ It was Allah's qadr, and whatever Allah wants to happen, it is going to happen. This is the simple five-step plan. It is the foolproof methodology for our lives, for every aspect, for every facet, for every single arena. Follow these simple five steps, and I will reiterate them and memorize them. It's from a hadith in Sahih Muslim. Number one, the, the strong believer, and our scholars mention strong here, of course, strong in everything. Strong in iman is better than the weak in iman. Strong in physical body is more useful than the one that is weak. It is a fact. The one that is strong in any skill is more useful in that field than the one who is not. So gain strengths in your field. This means skills, education, experience. That is al-mu'min al-qawi. Number two, ihris ala Set your vision. Have a goal. Don't live a lazy life. Don't live a visionless life. We have one life to live. Aspire to make the most of your life. Have the highest dreams. Have the loftiest of all visions. Ihris ala Number three. Once you have that vision, Raise your hands to Allah, make dua, ask Allah, beg Allah, tahajjud, dua, dhikr, sadaqah, ista'in billah, make sure you have the spiritual stuff done. And then number four, spirituality alone is not going to get you the CEO of the business. You have to go and file in the state of Texas. You have to have a bank account. You have to start advertising. You have to get investors. You have to have a product to show. No miracle is going to happen if you sit in your house and think, no, it doesn't work that way. Don't give up. Don't be lazy. Don't just throw in the towel. Keep on doing and trying and doing and trying. Do not give up unless and until truly it is beyond your, beyond your power now. Then if the course of events goes a different way, in that case, point number five, which is the backup plan for your psychology. The backup plan for how you view the world. Point number five, if something else happens, فَإِنْ أَصَابَكَ شَيْءٍ then don't live in a cycle of depression. No. Don't go down memory lane going through what if this may be, if only I had asked this guy instead of that guy. No. You tried your best. You did with ikhlas, with sincerity. But Allah had another plan. So therefore, do not open up in one hadith, in one version. He said, thinking about what if opens the door for shaitan. Shaitan creates doubts in your mind. Shut this door. It's the past. It's done deal. Leave that chapter, move on to the new chapter. If that chapter was not written for you, Allah has something better written for you. Memorize these five points and inshallah we will be successful no matter what happens. May Allah bless me and you with and through the Quran. May He make us of those who its verses they understand and who implement its halal and haram throughout our lifespan. I ask Allah's forgiveness. You as well ask Him for He is the Ghafoor and the Rahman. الحمد لله الواحد الأحد الصمد الذي لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد وبعد In the fifth point of this five point plan our Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم brought in one of the pillars of Iman and that is the pillar of Qadr the pillar of قدر الله وما شاء فعل the pillar of I couldn't do anything. It was Allah's decree. I tried, but Allah had another decree. So whatever Allah decrees is going to happen. And this shows us, dear Muslims, one of the biggest benefits 
of believing in Qadr is that Qadr brings a sense of peace to our lives. Qadr eliminates the doubt of the past. It eliminates the regret of indecision. What happened, happened. Qadr Allah wa ma sha'a fa'al. You and I could never have changed the past. Yes, learn from your mistakes, but do not dwell in your mistakes. Yes, learn from a mistake you might have done, but don't let that mistake dictate your future. Realize Allah had decreed something and that's it, move on. And therefore, one of the main points we derive from this beautiful hadith and memorize this simple rule. Qadr, predestination. Yes, it is difficult to understand the concept. It's very philosophically confusing, but one simple point we can all relate to. Qadr is never used to justify your future actions. It is used to console your past tragedies. Memorize this line. Qadr is never used to justify a future course. Don't say, oh, it's Allah's Qadr that I don't, I don't have a company. No, you don't know what is your future. You don't know what is Allah's Qadr. Try to open your company. Try to be successful. Try. But then Qadr can be used for the past. Oh, I tried. It didn't work. I move on to something else. Never justify a future decision based upon Qadr. That is a misuse and an abuse of Qadr. Rather, Qadr can be used to console yourself for a tragedy of yesterday, for a calamity of a few years ago. You can say, oh, Qadr Allah, that accident happened. I lost money in the stocks, such and such. Qadr Allah wa fa'al. Okay, that's in the past. As for the future, you do not know Allah's Qadr. So expect the best from Allah's Qadr and strive to get the best Qadr. And inshaAllah ta'ala, whichever path you go, it will be for your best Qadr. Even if you don't arrive at the Qadr you wanted, Allah's Qadr for you will be better than your vision of your Qadr for yourself. What Allah has chosen for you is better than what you have chosen for yourself. But you need to trust Allah and you need to have the positive thoughts of Allah. So you put in the effort, you have that high vision and whichever path you find yourself in and wherever you end up, it will be Allah's Qadr that is better for you. And you only ended up there because you had positive thoughts of Allah and positive thoughts of Qadr. So dear brothers and sisters, never use Qadr as an excuse for a future project. Rather, use Qadr as a consolation for your past, for your calamities, for your tragedies. And do not go down this avenue of what if and how about and if only I had shut this door. Our Prophet said, opening this door is putting shaitan in your head. Opening this door of how about this and if only I had done that. No. Because that opens up doubts about Allah and doubts about Qadr and there's no benefit in dwelling on the past. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of those who understand these beautiful prophetic wisdoms and act upon them. Allahumma inni da'in fa'aminu. Allahumma la tad'na fi hadha dawmi dhamman illa ghafarta. Wala hamman illa farrajta. Wala daynan illa qadayta. Wala maridan illa shafayta. Wala asiran illa yassarta. Allahumma aghfir lana wa li ikhwanina ladhina sabakuna bil iman. Wala taj'a fi qurubina ghillan 
للذين آمنوا ربنا إنك رؤوف الرحيم اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم من أرادنا أو أراد الإسلام والمسلمين بسوء فاشغله بنفسه واجعل تدميره في تدبيره يا قوي يا عزيز عباد الله إن الله تعالى أمركم بأمر بدأ به بنفسه وثنى بملائكة قدسه وثلث بكم أيها المنون من جنه وإنسه فقال عز من قائل عليما إن الله وملائكة يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك وأنعم على عبدك ورسولك محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين عباد الله إن الله تعالى يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه يزد لكم ولذكر الله تعالى أكبر وأقم الصلاة